Israel has carried out airstrikes against two Syrian airports, rendering them out of service. A multi-front war is a serious threat for Israel. How will the United States respond to their request for aid? And Rambam Medical Center in Haffa, Israel has entered emergency mode and activated their 2,000 bed underground hospital. Before we talk about all that, as you can imagine, we are working essentially around the clock trying to keep up with everything. And one thing that's keeping us going is some first cup coffee. We're certainly energized and motivated by our God-given purpose, but we're thankful for a warm cup of coffee. Doug, you're glad about it, aren't you? I'm extremely happy. I know you always are. First cup coffee isn't woke. They haven't tried to rewrite our history or lobbied to defend our military or uh, go against Israel. They are a Christian-owned Patriot Coffee Company out of the great state of Texas. They have 11 different roasts, each one named after a specific piece of American history. You can go to firstcup.com, use code ENDTIME to get 10% off. If you subscribe, they'll give you an extra 10% off. So go to firstcup.com, use code ENDTIME to get 10% off today. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're so glad you've joined us today. We have more updates coming from Israel. As you know, they have bombed Syria. I'm assuming you've heard that by now. Uh, but in addition to that, Doug, our group is still there. Yes. They're scheduled to come out this weekend. Um, everything Lord is willing. still good on that front, yeah. to our knowledge. Right. And we're happy about that. And you know, Doug, they're not sitting around pouting about their circumstances. They're not right. even hiding in their hotel. Yeah. There are some great things that happened today in the Mediterranean Sea. That is true. Yeah, pretty exciting news because, uh, you know, the eunuch told uh, Philip, well, here's water. What hinders me from being baptized? Well, we had water today, so. That's right. And yeah. we, we normally go north to the Sea of Galilee, and then we'll go by the Jordan River, and we'll do baptisms there. Yeah. That is not an option right now. Well, I guess technically they could go. It would not be very wise, perhaps. There's Probably lots not. going on up there. Yeah. But... Um, they're in their hotel on the Mediterranean Sea in a safe location, and they went out into the ocean. I think we've got some photos of it. If you are watching uh, the show, you'll be able to see those photos as it displays. But uh, they baptized 20, Dave baptized 20 people today in the Mediterranean Sea. If yeah. that wouldn't have been an option, they would have done it in the pool. So I'm it doesn't sure matter yeah. where, where they need to go to do a baptism, we will do that. We've done it in the pool right next year at end time before, yeah. Doug. But um, I've gotten an inflatable pool and put it in the parking lot and done it. Remember when I did that? I do remember yeah. that. So, so yeah, uh, we, we are it. excited for what God is doing in the lives Amen. of the travelers that are with us in the group and Dave baptized 20 people. So we're rejoicing about that. Yeah. If you're excited about it, uh, let us know in the comments. Let us know that you're excited about what God is doing. Don't forget to share this video, comment, and give us a heart on it. Don't just like it with a blue thumbs up, but give us a red heart. That helps a lot when it breaks through the algorithms and gets to your friends and family. Uh, Doug, what else is going on in Israel that we need to cover? Of course, the Syria bombing, I guess, is, is a whole well, story. Well, one thing I wanted to tell you, I meant to tell you when we were in our production meeting before the show, uh, I saw right before... You came in the room. They were saying that uh, Alal is uh, making sure that they're going to be able to get people out of the country. That uh, the United States has said that they are working 
to get some of our airlines to come in and pick people up at uh, there at Ben Gurion Airport in Tel Aviv. But uh, Israel also said El Al will be working as hard as they can to help people get in and out of the country as need be. So that's good news to hear that that may be starting to loosen up. You know, uh, one of the big stories today is that uh, Hamas has lost control of the Gaza Strip, that Israel is now in control. They have uh, knocked out their electricity, their water, kept them from doing that. And they say, you're not getting water or electricity till you give us the whereabouts of the hostages and we get the hostages back. So uh, they, they came down hard on them. Uh, Gaza looks a whole lot different today than it did three days ago, and um, there's a reason for that. So, And, Doug, we need to be praying for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. All the Jews, all the Arabs, everyone involved mm -hmm. needs our prayers. Uh, this is a dire time. Yes, and, it is. Um, you know, it doesn't matter where you stand politically or spiritually or religiously. Everybody in there needs our prayers. And yeah. so. Uh, do remember to pray for everyone involved. Of course, remember our group. Let us know you're praying for them by commenting, praying for Dave. Uh, they certainly are motivated and encouraged when they see your comments about how you're joining up with us to pray for them. Yeah, Doug, with Syria, mm -hmm. I guess Israel has, has done airstrikes against two of their airports, and now those airports are not functional now. Right. Um, and you remember yesterday we talked about Damascus as a place where one of those airports are, and... Scripture talks about Damascus being a uh, ruinous heap. Uh, and so uh, we're not quite there yet, but the airport is uh, out of action. Two of the airports where uh, Iran were using these airports, Vince, to bring some missiles and some weapons into the area that would eventually go to Hezbollah and probably Hamas as well. Uh, now those airports have been taken out. This was a, a strategic move by Israel uh, to do something to uh, kind of control that. Remember, they had missiles launched from not only Syria, but from Lebanon uh, two days ago, and they retaliated. Today, also, one of the things that came out, Lebanon said, look, we don't have anything to do with what Hezbollah is doing. Uh, Lebanon as a country is not at war with Israel. Uh, the things that happened were between Israel and Hezbollah, not Israel and Lebanon. So we're starting to see some of the countries around say, we don't want part of this. This is between Israel and the terrorist organizations within our borders. What happens um, now that Israel has bombed Syria? How do you think people are going to respond to that? I would imagine that that is probably um, going to be something that's going to make Iran, um, you know, start beating their chest a little bit, Vince. And, uh, you know, we're just going to kind of have to see. But I, I know that with having the, the warships, the United States warships that are off the coast of the Mediterranean right now, it is there as a deterrent. And so that is something that, you know, I guess our, uh, you know, Secretary of State Blinken uh, and then also President uh, Biden said the other day, uh, they gave stark warnings to Iran and said, do not get involved in this, you know, and, and right now they're saying that there's no evidence that Iran had direct involvement in this. And so they're saying right now, all is good as long as you don't do anything else. Now, Doug, how could that be when I just saw, I think 30 minutes ago, that the United States and Qatar have frozen that $6 billion that was given to them by the United States on September 11th? If there's no evidence, why would we do that? That's a fantastic question. And I believe that the news media tried to ask those questions today and they were told that there was no comment. So, you know, I think that the United States right now is doing this to kind of uh, keep Iran from 
feeling like they need to get involved in this. And so we'll just kind of, we'll see how it turns out. You know, Iran's made a lot of threats, so we'll just have to see how they handle this. Absolutely. And I know that we've got several contacts in Israel that we are hearing from. So do continue to pray for them. Uh, one video that we're going to show you here momentarily is from uh, Devorah, who's been on our show um, a number of times, and we go and visit her every time we're in Israel. Uh, she is there in Israel and sent us a video that we'll be playing momentarily. But before we get to that, I do want to remind you, Doug, um, you got your backyard butcher box this last week. I think you've got some T-bone steaks you plan to make. I can't wait to hear about how much you like it. They are going on the grill tomorrow. If you like it as much as my wife, there won't be any left over. Well, I, I am a connoisseur of red meat, so <laughs> I'll let you know how it goes. I'll give a review when I come in next week. When you do, let's tag Klaus Schwab in the World Economic Forum let's and see it. what they think about yeah. it. Um, Man, maybe I need to do a live video of me enjoying the T-bone steak. And cooking it. And that say, would be this wonderful. for you, Klaus. That would be wonderful. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see that. Now, it's going to taste a little different, Doug, because the majority of the grocery store meat that you've been buying all these years is from some random country overseas. It's mystery meat, basically. They mix it in with other meats of different origins, and you never know where that meat actually came from. That product of the USA sticker on there, it just means it was packaged here in America, not raised here. Backyardbutchers.com, they're delivering American-raised and harvested meat from right here in our American backyards to dinner tables across our nation like Doug Norvell's. Backyard Butchers will only source beef and chicken from American farms and deliver the cuts right to your doorstep every single month. It's grass-fed, grain-finished, it tastes amazing, so you can cut out the frustration from the meat aisle and go to BackyardButchers.com and save an extra 20% off on your entire order by using the code ENDTIME or go to BackyardButchers.com slash ENDTIME. With over a half a million happy customers across America and our American-based customer service team of stay-at-home moms, that make sure your orders are delivered right on time every single month. So go to backyardbutchers.com slash end time and buy American meat today and get 20% off your entire order. Doug, what else is going on in Israel? I know Hamas, uh, I guess the control of Gaza is uh, being removed. Is, that, is, it, is it entirely gone or there's still Hamas there? What, no, what's going I mean, on there? Even today, uh, while our Secretary of State was in uh, Tel Aviv making the announcement and doing the press conference with um, with um, Benjamin Netanyahu, they were launching missiles into there. My phone was going off, my alerts were going off, and then they mentioned there on the news uh, that they had been launching new missile attacks in while he was there toward Tel Aviv. None of them were really reaching anywhere to be worried about, but the alarms were going off and people uh, were concerned about that. So there are still Hamas um, active terror groups within Gaza. This is going to be, you know, we talked about the door kicking campaign that's getting ready to start. Mm -hmm. That will be part of it. They're going to have to go building to building and do a search. So it's about to get very dangerous uh, where, you know, they've come in and they were able to do um, the bombing. Today I saw that Israel was in talks with Egypt asking Egypt to let some of the refugees um, that, you know, are just Palestinian people living in Gaza that have nothing to do with this to let those folks flee into Egypt until Israel comes in and conducts their uh, investigation and their search for the hostages. And uh, because right now, I mean, everybody is going to be considered a hostile when they go in. And so they don't want civilians, innocent civilians getting hurt more than they already have. So they're going to go in and begin to do this sweep door uh, to door looking for these hostages. So that's what they're getting ready to do. But there are still gunmen and skirmishes outside the walls 
of Gaza. That's still going on with Israel. Israel has that area contained and has them contained, but they're still receiving gunfire back and forth. And so it's still a very uh, volatile, dangerous situation. And it's about to get even more dangerous. Uh, one of the things that I, I did uh, see this morning that gives me a little bit of hope that maybe this is calming down a little bit is when Lebanon said, look, we don't want to be part of this. This is just Hezbollah you're dealing with here. If they can, if Israel can keep this from going to uh, all fronts, it'll be, um, it'll be a good deal. But yesterday, you know, late yesterday, you sent me a video where they were saying that there are, uh, is, are Palestinian women and children fleeing from uh, the West Bank. <laughs> So as that's been happening, uh, there were movement by Jordan toward their border. We think maybe that movement from Jordan was just to secure their border and make sure who was coming in at those borders because they were coming in in an influx. Um, but also, Vince, this shows us when you look at a map and you see how much of uh, the West Bank and the majority of the West Bank is Palestinians living there. And when you see things like that and you see how close they are to Israel and you realize um, that this could happen there as well if there are Hamas people in that area. Now, so far, we've had no problem out of the West Bank area. It's only been Gaza. And so it looks like, you know, they, they may begin to get this contained somewhat, but uh, still very early stages. So we still don't know exactly, you know, what to expect. They are finding more of uh, the kibbutz uh, villages where they're finding more people that have been killed mm -hmm. and uh, massacred, really. And when you say killed, it makes it sound a little subtle compared to what it really is, but it's massacring. And so they are, they they're, are they're finding that. They're burning people alive. Yeah. They're beheading babies. And, yeah. And they were, those things were questioned, and now they're putting out evidence on it. I've seen all over yeah. social media today evidence of these things. Yeah. So it is as bad as you could possibly imagine. I mean, things that are unimaginable have been occurring. Yeah. And that kind of leads us into this video from the Jewish Agency, Doug. Right. Uh, Devorah has shared their need with us, and it is vast. I mean, we're not going to skirt into this. The, the need for the Jewish Agency is huge. Yeah. There are displaced Jews everywhere right now in their own country because of what's going on. And so Devorah sent us a video, so I think it's time to take a look at that. So yeah. here's Devorah. My dear friends in End Time Ministries, uh, the situation in Israel is not easy for all of us. Now is the time that we are calling our friends to give us support, to pray for us, but also give us some material. We need the help um, to take many, many thousands of immigrants out of the area of Gaza and put them in hotels. We need help to restore the bomb shelters and make them available for everyone. We also need help to uh, help the families that are wounded. Many, many, around 900 people, Israelis, are killed. Those families need help. So we have a special fund for victims of terror. So I'm asking you now, please do a special effort these days and help us to give those families and the countries some support and some help. And thank you for all your prayer and all your support over the last few years. Thank you very much. And Doug, Devorah and the Jewish Agency, they're estimating that they'll need at least 
350 short-term grants. She mentioned the fund for the victims of terror. They have a special fund just for that. They think they'll need 350 short-term grants for that and 750 long-term grants. So the short-term, I think it's about five days or so, something like that. But that need just for short-term grants is $441,000 to be able to provide shelter for these people, food, Mm -hmm. water, all the essentials is is all that is getting them. And then the long-term care, um, obviously that's exactly what what it says. I don't know the time limit on that off the top of my head, but it's longer than a few days. And the need for that is 5.9, it's right under $5.9 million. So we're talking about and that's just the funds for the victims of terror. Yeah. They need help with uh, new Jews that are living in absorption centers now as a result of this. They have elderly that are living there that need assistance. They have shelter renovations that need to happen to um, assist in the, in the growth and the capacity that they need. So we're talking tens of millions of dollars that are needed. Mm -hmm. Um, So we wanted to share with our partners. We've told you all about the Jewish Agency for years. We want to make sure that you are aware of this need. If you would like to contribute to this, it's kind of part of the Warn the Jews that we're doing and and helping Jews make Aliyah and, of course, relocate. You can go to endtime.com slash Israel. You'll see three options there. We're going to talk about the Rambam Hospital momentarily. But right now, if you go to endtime.com slash Israel, you'll be able to pick Warn the Jews or Aliyah. Now pick Aliyah and you'll be able to read the list of needs that they have for this very specific project. Um, The need is great, but we're believing God to provide. And if if God lays it on your heart to give to this, uh, go to endtime.com slash Israel, select Aliyah and give to that project today. Now, Vince, we've seen video today of the rise of anti-Semitism here in our own country in uh, Europe. Uh, now we've had this threat from the Hamas leader calling for a global day of jihad tomorrow, Friday the 13th, uh, where he wants to uh, expel all Zionists and Christians. So um, the need for these Jews to make Aliyah is, is probably bigger than it's been since World War II uh, because we're watching a rise of anti-Semitism and uh, hatred for the Jewish people simply for the existence of being a Jewish person. And we know that that is a spiritual thing, Vince. This, it's, it's demonic is what it is. I mean, God chose this people, brought them out of Egypt, took them through the wilderness, gave them the promised land, and the devils wanted to destroy the Jews ever since. And so uh, that's, it, it hasn't changed. The devil's got no new game. He's still trying to destroy the Jews. The Bible tells us that in the end time when we get... Um, to the tribulation time that the dragon pursues the woman and tries to destroy her and she is uh, taken care of and, and helped and nourished by the great wings of an eagle. And then it says that the dragon makes war against the saints as well. And so it's nothing but prophecy being fulfilled when you hear a terrorist leader say, we must destroy the Zionists and the Christians. That's exactly what Satan's plan is. That's his master plan. So these people are actually agents of the devil that are spouting this stuff out and being able to say these things. But that's why it's important. People ask us all the time, how can we help? That's how you can help. Yeah, Doug, and and, you know, the messaging of the Antichrist, it's going to be in alignment with that. They are gonna tell you the Antichrist and everyone on board with him don't support the Jews. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll, 
be pretty frank with you, if they could turn off your ability to help fund Israel and Jews, they would do that. And that's what world government enthusiasts want. They want to impose digital currencies. They want to impose digital IDs on all their respective populations throughout the world. They want to be able to control your purchases and they want to be able to shut that off and freeze or seize part or all of your money like we saw in Canada with the trucker convoy. So uh, CBDCs are coming up strong. You've heard all about them. It'll enable the government to take more control over your finances. So concerned Americans are diversifying their assets into physical gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. If you want a physical asset held in a tax shelter retirement account, you can go to birchgold.com slash end time to get your free info kit on gold. If you have an IRA or a 401k from a previous employer just gathering dust, Birch Gold can help you convert it into an IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of your pocket. So go to birchgold.com slash end time and claim your free info kit on gold today, allowing some protection for yourself when digital currency becomes a reality. The Antichrist is going to impose that and many of us in the world are going to be impacted, Doug, and we are believing, we're walking by faith, and we know that we're going to overcome the Antichrist ultimately. And he is not going to rule and reign in this world. Right. I'm going to be part of that great reset that's coming. You're going to be part of that. Not yeah. the one that Klaus Schwab promotes, but the one that Jesus Christ promotes Yes. when he returns, when he comes down into Ju uh, Jerusalem and defeats the world's armies. And Amen. we're going to stand there with him yeah. and get to do the victory dance, even though we didn't do any of the work. But <laughs> I, am, I am yeah. excited about what the Lord is going to do. And he's put us in a position, Doug, to navigate the times that we're living um, and help care for people while we go through tragedies. And yeah. We need to be praying, we need to be giving, we need to be volunteering if we can. Uh, all three of those things, I would be asking the Lord, I do ask the Lord, what should we do? Right. What should my home do? What should I encourage others to do? So we encourage, of course, to help Israel. Go to endtime.com slash Israel and uh, consider how you would want to help with the Jews making Aliyah and with the Jews needing um, relocation as they navigate these troubled times. Yeah, and you notice Devorah said, Hello, my end time family and friends. Yes. Because uh, she does feel that way about us. She actually has a plaque dedicated to Brother Baxter in her office uh, because of Brother Baxter's love for the Jewish people and the giving of end time. So in her office, when we went to uh, Israel this last trip, when I went in the spring, she actually took us through her office and showed us the plaque there with the American flag and the Jewish flag. Um, we took a picture there and she also told me to Tell my friend Vince hello. I want to come on your show. I'm like, all right. Well, maybe we, we ought to bring her in, Doug. We should over, bring her uh, in. Over Zoom or something. Yeah, that would be great to have her on here and kind of give us some updates. Uh, maybe once we get our group home, we could yes. set something up like that. Now, Doug, every time we talk about something like this, it is without fail that people start emailing, calling, commenting, yeah. and saying, well, we're not going to be here for that. Yeah. The rapture will occur, and we will not be here to experience the onslaught from the Antichrist and different things like that. How do we help people see that in the Bible? Well, I mean, there's several scriptures. <laughs> and and some, we don't have time, I know. Yeah, I mean, the, main, the, the one main scripture that we always try to point people to is Jesus himself saying in Matthew 24, 29 through 31, that immediately after the tribulation of those days, and then he goes into telling us that the sun will be dark and the moon will not give her light, the stars of heaven will fall from the sky, and that the sign of the Son of Man will be seen in the clouds, 
and he will send his angels with power and great glory and they will gather his elect. It says immediately after the tribulation of those days. That's Jesus saying that. So he lets us know that that's when the gathering happens, when we're gathered together with him, when he comes back in the clouds. Remember when he ascended up into heaven, the apostles were standing there and they were looking up and these angels appeared and said, why are you looking up, men of Galilee? The same Jesus that left you in the clouds will come back in the same way. So it tells us how he's coming back. And he tells us when you see that, he gathers us together. So it's pretty straightforward. We got a lot of scripture. I know a lot of people don't agree with that. It's a whole lot easier events <laughs> to say, hey, we're gonna be taken out of here before anything bad happens. And I hope you're right, but you know, scripture says differently. So nobody wants to go through pain and tribulation, but Jesus told us that if we were seeking his kingdom, he'd take care of our needs. So I Amen. think we'll be okay. And Doug, you know, we have dozens of hours available on the rapture, the second yeah. coming on End Time Plus. And if you were around a few days ago on Facebook, they cut our stream off right in the middle. We had thousands of viewers at this point. We had Dave live from Jerusalem and they cut us off and they will not explain why. The video is totally gone, we can't find it anywhere. And that's frustrating and so we thought, well, there's nothing we can do about it at this point except maybe we could help people get End Time Plus. So we marked End Time Plus off by 50% on the monthly subscription for the first 12 months um, and use code Facebook. So you can go to watch.endtime.com the Daily Show is free. You don't have to subscribe for that on End Time Plus, but there's a bunch of other content. I'm talking thousands of hours of content that you can subscribe to, and we're releasing new footage there um, on a regular basis. We've got some new series on the way we're excited about, but you can get that right now. I think it expires tomorrow sometime, maybe midnight tomorrow. I'm not exactly sure on the exact time, but it's tomorrow. So go to watch.endtime.com, use code Facebook to get 50% off your monthly subscription. Doug, who else is supporting Israel? I know we have about two minutes before the break, but we're not just only ones here donating and helping. Who else is gonna support Israel? At this point, Vince, I don't see anybody else that's stepping up and helping Israel. Uh, I did hear that the uh, German prime minister was going to come into Tel Aviv in a couple of days and have a press conference with Netanyahu, but uh, at this point, there's not any other country in the world that's stepping so up. You're saying end time is the only entity in the no, world? No, I'm saying the United States. I thought you okay. were asking about that. But I don't know that how many people from ministries are helping the Jews do this. I thought you meant militarily. Well, I do um, mean every, everything, really. Yeah. I know the United States, we teach that the United States is going to support Israel to the yeah. end. And there's some evidence that's creeping out in the news about that. Yeah, absolutely. And so, I mean, you know, I mean, we have two warships over there right now off the coast. We have also, I saw today, remember yesterday when we talked about the munitions and now they're going to be handing out the guns to mm -hmm. the residents? That is indeed going to be uh, United States weapons that are being handed out there. They needed a surplus of weapons to hand out to their civilians so that they could protect themselves. And so that is happening. That's part of the package deal that we're doing for them. But we're also uh, supporting them militarily just by being there in that region. Like I said, this reduces threat from outside forces coming into Israel uh, to cause harm there and it is one of the largest warships that we have if not the I, I believe that the USS Ford is the largest aircraft carrier. What Secretary of State Blinken say? He says that as long as there is a United States of America Israel will never stand alone. Hmm. Yeah. Sounds familiar. Right? We'll talk more about that on the other side of the break. We'll be right back.
a voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Now streaming on Endtime Plus and available to order at endtime.com slash UET. Go to endtime.com slash UET or call 800 Endtime. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the Endtime Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning Endtime prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. As you've heard, Syria has, or excuse me, Israel has bombed Syria. They've done airstrikes on two different airports, rendering those airports uh, out of commission, out of service. We talked about that a little bit in the first segment of the show. We won't go over all those details again, but you can go back and check that out or just search it online and find the information. So that is breaking news as of today. Doug, we don't know what else might happen, but we have a bunch more to talk about before we do. Uh, Doug, I am preaching this coming Wednesday in Garland, Texas, and you're going to be there. Yes, I am. I might call you up and use you as an example like Irvin would have done. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> no, I don't think I would do that to you. <laughs> but uh, you'll be there. I'm excited about that. So yeah. I think Dave will be there if he doesn't have uh, that bad of jet lag. So yeah. come on out. Go to endtime.com slash events. You can get the information about the service and I'll just be preaching. Uh, it won't be prophecy related unless something changes between now and then, Doug. But um, yeah, come on out, I'd love to have you. You get to meet me, Doug, Dave, our families and uh, we're gonna have a great service, a great time together and we would love for you to come out and meet us there. We had a great service last night. Yeah, we did. Good. Yeah. com slash events or we can help you on the phone, 800 in time. All right, Doug, where to next? Um, well, Vince, we were saying before the break that Blinken had made a statement today in a press conference. Remember, I told you he was in Tel Aviv with uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, and uh, he was saying the support that we were going to give Israel, uh, how we were going to help them. Uh, the United States was going to be there for them. He said, as long as there is a United States of America, we will never allow Israel to stand alone. Well, you made the comment that sounded very familiar. Mm -hmm. uh, and so just wanted to remind everybody that that is something that we have seen in scripture 
and talked about for a very long time that uh, we believe that the wings of the great eagle that are mentioned in Revelation 12, 14, that that is uh, symbolic of the United States of America. I know that there's probably some new people that are listening have noticed that we've had an increase of uh, people come on our site and um, in the chat there. But this is why we teach it, Vince, because uh, Daniel chapter 7 shows us symbolically beast and we're told that these are nations or kingdoms and that these kingdoms will be on the earth when Jesus Christ returns to set up his kingdom that will never pass away. And so we know that these are going to be modern day nations. The first one that gives us the information about the eagle is in 7-4 where it talks about a lion that Daniel saw and it had the wings of the eagle and he watched until the wings thereof were plucked off and made to stand up on the feet as a man and a heart of a man's uh, was given to it. And so when we come to Revelation 12 and 13, remember there were no chapter breaks in the original Bible. And so we see in this letter that John wrote that he speaks of this woman who we can identify as Israel when you look at all the clues that are there. And the woman is given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness into her place. In the scripture, it'll, if you look up where is her place, her place is Jerusalem. It's the place that God gave Israel. So not Jordan. Right, and, and not Petra. People try to say, well, it's Petra. That's not true. It tells you in scripture her place is Jerusalem. God said, I'll put my name there 36 or 37 times in the Old Testament, and that is Israel's place. And so she'll be taken to her place. We know that's where the Battle of Armageddon will eventually take place, and Israel controls all of Jerusalem up until that battle. And it says where she is nourished for a time, times, and a half a time from the face of the serpent. So she's protected from the Antichrist and the world government beast for three and a half years. Those three and a half years are the same time that Daniel gives us for the Great Tribulation. And so we believe America will be there through the Great Tribulation helping Israel to get to the point to where they're nourished, at least in Jerusalem, uh, until the Battle of Armageddon where God will come down and He will actually fight that battle for Israel. So that's why we believe that. And it seems to be getting confirmed more and more every time something is said. And, and one of those things that were said today was, America will always stand with Israel. So some people will respond to that statement that you just made and say, that's false teaching because the Bible says all nations will come against Israel. Right. So the United States can't, can't stand with Israel because all nations come against her. Yeah, that's what a lot of people will say. And it is all nations, it does say that, but it's talking about all the nations that are involved in that world government beast. When you go to Revelation 13, it shows the lion, the leopard, the bear, the tin horn kingdom. So it shows those kingdoms and they're in that one world government and they are the ones that come against Israel. When you look at those that come against Israel in the battle of Armageddon, when you go to Ezekiel 38 and 39, it lists uh, Old Testament names of some of the other countries that are in there. And so you're getting two different views from uh, Ezekiel and from John that are showing us those nations that will come down. Uh, but we also know that Jordan won't be part of that because in 1141 of Daniel, it tells us uh, that Ammon, Moab, and um, Edom will not come against Israel, and those are all in Jordan. So um, they, it says they won't be under the uh, Antichrist reign is what it says. 
but because they're not part of that one world government, we don't believe they'll be part of that invasion either. They will kind of stay neutral in this situation. We also know, Vince, that the Antichrist in Revelation or in Daniel 11, that the Antichrist fights three different battles. He fights three different times. And um, so we know that not everybody is on board with what he's doing. And so we have scripture that shows us that the all is actually talking about all those that are involved in that Revelation 13 beast. What are the three battles? Uh, I don't know. I don't think right I've ever heard anyone say that, though. Yeah, you can. We'll we'll look at that one day. We'll okay. go through that That's and kind of show that. But one of them is with the King of the South. Okay. Whoever that is, we just don't know who that is. And so it's laid out in Daniel 11. That so when someone accuses you of being a false teacher because you taught all that America stands with the, Israel, yeah. and then you respond with that, how do they normally react to that? Do they say, "Well, but my pastor said," or "So and so on TV said"? Is that the only comeback that they have to that? Um, most of the time, people just come back with love and grace and mercy and say, you poor soul. No, I'm just oh, kidding. That's wonderful. <laughs> no, I wish it was out that like that. Sounds great, Doug. Yeah, I wish it could we be could like that. We could use some of that this week. Oh, couldn't we? <laughs> but, uh, I mean, of course, people have their own traditional teachings and what they believe, and so they usually stick to that until you can show them Scripture. And sometimes people, when you show them Scripture, once they see it for themselves, it wakes them up to the truth. And so we, we always got to go back to the Bible. Yeah. So are we ready to go to Rombaum or is there more to cover here before we Let's get to Let's go that? to Rombaum. I think we need to show everybody that because that is something that is intriguing and it's something that we have been part of helping to fund for many years now. Yeah. And um, it depends on how Texas you are. I think a lot of people from here might call it Rambam. That's what I always That's what we used to it. say around here. Yeah. But it's actually Rambam. Right. And they've entered emergency mode. Now, I'll remind everyone, if you go back to 2015, um, they actually, even before that, there was an article, I think it was 2010, an article came out saying that Israel was building the world's largest underground hospital. Irvin saw that and he said, oh my word. And he started calling it the Armageddon Hospital. And so we presented that need to you all back in 2015 to help um, with equipment and supplies for that underground hospital. And I don't remember how much money was raised, but our faithful partners contributed to the Rambam Hospital and we actually helped with supplying beds and all sorts of different supplies that they need in the hospital for this underground hospital that they will no doubt use for the Battle of Armageddon. And so now, Doug, we're looking at this war and they announced the Rambam Medical Center in Hoffa has entered emergency mode mm -hmm. and now they've activated that parking garage. No parking at the hospital because it's all been converted into the, the parking garage has been converted into a hospital, hospital yeah. beds and such. And this is actually, I, I think this might be the first time that it's been fully enacted and, and they've been I ready to I believe that's go. true. So uh, it, it- They couldn't have activated it, Doug, unless our partners gave- That's right. And helped provide those supplies. So that's really, really cool to see that. Yeah. Of course, we don't like the circumstances that it's in, right. but uh, that's kind of part of why we funded it for these very reasons. Yeah, and we have a special guest to, uh, share that with us. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Let's go to the video. Okay. I picked up, uh, I actually was reading the Jerusalem Post back in 2010, and an article caught my eye. World's largest underground hospital to be built in Israel. I call this hospital the Armageddon Hospital because it's situated at the end of the plain of 
Megiddo. It's in Haifa. It's really called the Rambam Hospital. But they were announced and they were building this underground hospital because they had had so much trouble in the previous conflict of rockets coming down on the hospital and the doctors trying to care for people while they, they themselves were endangered. Consequently, they decided to build this underground hospital. It's now completed. However, it's not fully furnished yet. Now, what you're getting ready to see, you're getting ready to see a video of the underground hospital. It presently serves as an underground parking garage for 1,500 cars. However, it can be converted to a 2,000-bed hospital in 72 hours just that quick, and it's totally uh, shielded from uh, chemical warfare, from nuclear warfare. It's underground, and it's safe. Now, let's just pause a moment. You're going to see the converting of the underground hospital in Haifa, Israel, from a parking garage to uh, a fully equipped hospital. Watch it. villages um, that are outside of the south of Beirut that right now are absorbing uh, a massive population shift as these people are taking refuge in safer ground. By over 10 times the size they were two weeks ago. We are seeing small villages um, that are outside of South Beirut right now are absorbing uh, a massive population shift as these people are seeking refuge in safer ground. Um, number of villages that we're working in have populations that have increased by over 10 times the size that they were two weeks ago. Villages of 5,000 people now have 50,000 people. They don't have enough water. They don't have dry. That means they can't flush the toilets, they can't bathe. We're looking at a possibility of a, a real sanitation and health problems uh, in just a, a few days. We have been able to get Israeli Defense Forces fired a Nimrud anti-tank guided missile at a Syrian post in the southern Golan Heights. There were no casualties on the Israeli side. The Syrian post was destroyed and two armed Syrians were wounded. Following the incident, construction of the northern border fence was halted. Army presence in the area has been increased with the IDF on high alert. Newly appointed Defense Minister Moshe Yalon said Israel viewed shooting from Syria with severity and would not allow the Syrian army or any other element to violate Israeli sovereignty. For the first time, though, Israel has responded by firing shots into Syria. They say they were reporting shots. They have also UN and made a formal complaint against a report incident in the past eight days where some of the
They don't understand what is taking place. Ruins struck minute. Except a man is born again. He can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself. You are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is. That's where our reward is. End time is not going anywhere. I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online with End Time Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. I want to remind you that End Time Plus is 50% off right now for the monthly subscription. You can go to watch.endtime.com. Use code Facebook. Basically, they cut us off in the middle of the stream. They won't explain why. The video is gone. And uh, unfortunately, it's not on Facebook anywhere. And so we said, how about we just give, face, uh, give everybody 50% off the monthly subscription for 48 hours. So it expires tomorrow. If you want to get in on that, go to watch.endtime.com. Use code Facebook. And I have two questions. Two questions. Use code Facebook. You'll get it. Two questions live in studio. Yeah, so Doug when Norvell. you say half price, can you tell everybody how much half price is That's so that they question. understand? Normally, in exactly time plus is twelve ninety nine a month, mm -hmm. but until tomorrow, if you use code Facebook, it is six dollars and fifty cents. Man, that is a deal. It might round down to six forty nine or something like that, but six fifty essentially. So the second question: How long is the subscription for? Like well, if you do, you it. can cancel any time. Okay. So, but it's good for up to twelve months. But if you go on there and okay. you hate it, you can cancel it within one month, okay. or three months, or five months, or whatever it is. But if you sign up today, you have it till next October for six dollars and forty-nine cents. Only if you use code Facebook. Man, that's if a you deal. go there and don't use code Facebook, don't be mad at me. No, or me. You didn't, yeah, I'm trying to get the facts straight <laughs> for you right now on live TV. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> Do that today. Yeah. Now, Doug, we were showing the video of the Rombaum Hospital. How they—it's a simulation. That's not live. That did not really happen right. uh, in that way. Right. But that um, 
is a video of how they'll convert that parking garage at the Rombaugh Medical Center and turn it into 2,000 hospital beds to support um, people in need, mm -hmm. Arabs and Jews, yeah. during times of war or any type of crisis where they yeah. need it. And so they've actually activated that hospital. We partnered up with them back in 2015 to help fund the supplies for that garage. Our partners mm -hmm. gave generously to it and we were able to help with that. So we weren't able to show the whole video. That was totally our mistake. We, we started it uh, before the commercial and they had to cut it off, which is fine. You can watch the whole video if you go to endtime.com Israel and then pick Rombaum. Um, or Ram Bam, depending on where you're from in the United States. Brom Bomb, if you pick that, you'll be able to watch that whole video with Irvin and read a lot more about uh, what we're doing there with the Rambam Hospital and how you can help support that. So, Doug, like the Jewish Agency, I mean, this is way more money than I've ever dealt with, but they need yeah. tens of millions of dollars yes, too. Do. We could gather all the money in the world and they'd be able to use it helping people. Yeah. So, whatever the Lord lays on your heart to give, uh, you can do that by going to endtime.com slash Israel and selecting Rombaum and checking that out there. For the past two days, they've been doing a massive blood drive there in Israel. And uh, that article that we have that goes along with um, the story that you pulled today um, says that they are asking that all uh, new hospital uh, people that need to be administered into the hospital be taken to Rombaum. Uh, and that's where they're storing the blood supply so that they can do any kind of transfusions and things like that. So uh, anything like that, they are trying to get people there. One reason is because it's underground and if there's missiles flying around, they don't have to stop anything. It's got its own uh, electric grids and things like that that are protected so they can keep it up and running. It's a, a state-of-the-art high-tech hospital. Uh, I know some of the tech in that video might have been low-tech back now, but in yeah. that day it was very high-tech and now, you know, here we are, we've advanced 10 years since that video was made and so, uh, you know, there's a lot of new cutting-edge technology there. Now, Doug, as, as many people know by now, we've got a Warn the Jews campaign going on mm -hmm. and we've got different levels of tiers that you can give into, that you can give and get this sticker that you see on the front of my laptop if you watch the show. We've got a Tumblr you can get. Uh, if you give a certain amount, you'll be invited to some exclusive events that we're going to host here in our building. Um, your name could be inserted into the Western Wall that way. Um, you, you know, we'll pray for you and, and put your name inserted there on the Temple Mount. And there's even an option for a trip to Israel, which uh, we'll have more details about in the coming weeks. But that is one of the options in there. Now, one thing, you know, there's helping the Jews make Aliyah as part of that Warn the Jews effort. The Jerusalem Prophecy College campus, obviously Jews are gathering there every single week. And it even happens more than, than just the stream that we do every Thursday where we're teaching right. Jews. There's people gathering there outside of those times as well. Yeah. We're going to canvas Judea, go knock on doors and let them know what's coming. It's going to be similar to this. We think that may be why God has us there so we can kind of see what it's like right. and connect us to people who can help us navigate those storms when they come. Yeah. And Sorrell has already said they would help. Yes, they will. They've got, so. the, it's the largest touring company in Israel. Mm -hmm. They've got a lot of buses that they could help us use. Right. And they know a lot of the ins and outs. They know all the ins and outs of the nation of Israel. Yeah. Another thing we're doing, Doug, is we're going to mail a magazine to every home in Israel and warn them about what's happening. Yeah. And then we've also recently, as, as you mentioned, technology has advanced since, these, since this plan was initially laid out. We've now added a new facet. We're able to target the country of Israel specifically and get into every single home now it's estimated that we would be able to reach every single person in Israel by spending $1,000 to target 
that area with a video warning the Jews. Wow. Now we're already doing it now, Doug. Right. We take this money that people give and we will take videos and boost it into the nation of Israel. So Arabs, Jews alike, it doesn't matter. If you're in the country of Israel, we're gonna be able to target those people. Uh, everyone out there scrolling through Facebook or YouTube or wherever you're scrolling through and you see a video of someone you don't necessarily subscribe to, mm -hmm. but it just comes up for you to watch and it starts playing automatically. That's the type of thing we're talking about being able to do. And for just $1,000, we can reach the entire nation of Israel. That's amazing. So that's very exciting, yeah, Doug. That's awesome. And, and we are prepared to start doing that immediately. Um, but the one thing that we don't really, haven't really highlighted that much up to this point is like philanthropy opportunities, like with the Rambam and other opportunities. So we're partnering with Reach Out America and other, um, other humanitarian efforts like that to uh, get into these areas and help serve Jewish people during moments of crisis. Um, I was told just this morning that our connections, they have a meeting already with the director of the Rambam Hospital. And so we're making advances to be able to minister to the people of Israel during these end times. Uh, so if you're not on board with end time and you want to reach the Israel people, it's time to get on board with end time. And um, you know we are just so excited to, to be doing what God's called us to do and to be able to have this opportunity to reach the entire world, the nation of Israel, and really anybody that'll listen, Doug. Yeah. You know I say this a lot. Um, when the teacher is ready, the student will appear. Uh, we want to be ready to learn whatever we can from anybody. Right. And we're going to be putting... Um, God's message in front of as many people as we possibly can. Yeah, and we also know, Vince, from Revelation 7, there's coming a great revival yes. here in a time of great tribulation. Uh, part of that revival will be in Israel. It talks about 144,000 Jews uh, from every one of the 12 tribes of Israel that will be sealed with the promise from God on their forehead. We know that that is, uh, we, the Bible says that we're sealed with the promise of God with His Holy Spirit. That is like a down payment for our kingdom inheritance. And the Bible specifically talks about that. And we believe Revelation 7 is symbolic view of the Jewish Gentile church because not only are there 144,000 there, but John also saw a great multitude from every kindred nation tribe and tongue, and it says out of the great tribulation is where these folks came from. So we know there's a great revival coming and we want to be ready for that great revival. That's part of the reason why we do this program is to get you ready for the great revival. That's why we do Bible studies all over uh, the United States, everywhere we can. Uh, that's why we make it available for free when we go out and do these conferences. You hear us talking about the conferences we do. Every conference we do, we set up free Bible studies and that is to advance this kingdom and get people ready to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Doug, free Bible studies, that's free uh, understanding the end time. Yeah. You're able to go watch that for free. The church sponsors that in your area or whatever group it is. It's not always a church. Right. And you're able to go there, not only watch the videos for free, but also connect with people. And it's free to do, it's free to come to the class. So right. um, it's never been easier to understand what's happening and in the world. that's catchy. It is that catchy. That should be on a t-shirt or something or maybe a hoodie or there something. There you go. Would you wear it on the show? Yeah, it's never been easier. Yeah. <laughs> so, Especially in here in the studio, a hoodie would feel good sometimes. That's true. It's pretty cold. Uh, <laughs> Endtime.com slash Israel, you'll see three options. Warn the Jews, Aliyah, and Rambam. We've covered Rambam. We've covered the need that the Jewish agency has not only to help uh, Jews make Aliyah, but also all the people that are displaced, they need assistance. We're talking tens of millions of dollars. We know the need is large, but you know, God, the God we serve, 
money is not a problem. So we are presenting the need, believing that God's going to provide. You can go to endtime.com slash Israel, select Warn the Jews, Aliyah, or Rambam, whichever one you want to learn more about, and uh, give to any of those funds that God lays on your heart. So check that out today. Yeah. All right, Doug, we're running out of time quickly. Yeah. We've got three minutes or so left. Where do we go from here? Well, you know, I just wanted to kind of touch on some of the promises God gives Israel. We, we know that Ezekiel 37, the prophecy of dry bones, we believe that was fulfilled uh, when Israel became a nation again in uh, 1948 on May 14th, that God fulfilled that prophecy of the dry bones. But he also says in several different places, uh, Vince, that once he plants Israel upon their land, that they'll never be pulled out of it again. Uh, Amos 9:15 says, and I will plant them upon their land and they shall no more be pulled up out of their land, which I have given to them, saith the Lord thy God. Uh, Ezekiel 36, 28 says that they'll dwell in the land that I gave your fathers and ye shall be my people and I will be your God. And so there are promises all through the Bible, Vince. I know we don't have time today to go through everything that God talks about, but there is a time coming, Vince, when those Jewish people that are there will see Jesus ascend down to the Mount of Olives and the armies of heaven will come down with them to prepare for battle, to fight for Israel, and they'll recognize who he is. They'll see the scars in his hands and his feet. They'll say, where did you receive these scars? And he'll say, in the house of my friends. And it says that they will mourn for him like a father mourns for his child. They'll realize Jesus is our Messiah at that moment. And all of Israel will be saved. All of Israel that's left there at that battle will be saved. They'll live into uh, the millennial reign. We get questions about that all the time. Who populates the millennial reign. It'll be these Jewish believers who see Jesus, who recognize Jesus and ask for forgiveness. And others or just these Jewish and believers? And others okay. because Zechariah 14, 16 tells us that there will be survivors of the nations that come against Israel and that they will have to go into Jerusalem every year to the Feast of Tabernacles to worship the Lord thy God. So there are going to be people that live into that millennial reign. Those survivors of those nations, we think maybe they're below the age of accountability and that's why they live in like um, the children of Israel that um, didn't elect to not go into the promised land. They were, if you were uh, below the age of 19, those were the ones that lived and went into um, the, the land that God had chosen, the milk and honey. And so we believe that'll be similar to their situation. So there's hope uh, for the people of Israel. God says, I'll never pluck them out of that place. So we know that they're not going to be removed from where they're at. So this battle is a battle right now, but it's not the battle yet. All right. Well, don't forget to pray for everyone involved. Uh, they need our prayers now more than ever, that's for sure. And you can contribute to what's going on in Israel. If you go to endtime.com slash Israel and select Warn the Jews, Rambam, or Aliyah, and learn a lot about what we've got going on there. And then don't forget, tomorrow it expires. Go to watch.endtime.com, use code Facebook, to get 50% off Endtime Plus. See you right back here tomorrow.